like, okay, man, whatever. Like, it, you know, it's better than the dishwasher we had, even with the tweeness. So, sure. um, you uh, know, whatever. Yeah. All right. So, uh, hello and welcome to the Watcher's Guide to the Marvel Universe, the show that's just going to be two hours of us talking about Beast Wars Transformers. I'm Max. And I am JR. I legitimately almost forgot how to do with it. <laughs> how to say hello. Um, yeah. Because A, I have a bit of a headache, and B, uh... So we missed one week because I got my second uh, second shot of vaccine. Go get vaccinated, and uh, felt like hell. It bodied me, yeah, for like thirty six hours, just body aches, little and headache. I didn't have fever or anything like that. Jocelyn didn't have fever or anything like that. But like, you got Moderna, right? No, we had fun. We, we both got Pfizer. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, second second shot. And see, that was the thing. My mom, uh, mom got Moderna, I think, and so did Dad. And her, I don't know. She's like sixty, and her 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 arm just swelled up and it itched. And she was fine. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Other than that. And I was like, okay, uh, jealous. So uh, the point here is... Well, but you, but here's the thing. With a vaccination like that, you want side effects. Absolutely. Because you know... Absolutely, yes. You know it's, it, it's doing something. That's what Jocelyn was saying when she, when, her, when she was going through it. She was like, the thing is, I feel sort of like crap, but I'm excited about it. It's, yeah. it's really weird... Um, I saw a tweet somebody retweeted something from somebody else that was uh, a I think he was military service of some sort a marines something where he was like the lady was giving him his second shot and he was like you know there's going to be some side effects with the second one he's like I've had the yellow fever vaccine stick me with this I don't care because yeah. that one knocks you, like, yellow fever and SARS or some other hantavirus, like, those kind of things <laughs> will just destroy you for two weeks while they work yeah. on you. But, like, this yeah. this one being 36... Guys, go get vaccinated. If it, if it sucks, it sucks for 36 hours. Hydrate, you'll be fine. So. Yeah. I The thing that I really like is, you know, if... If you're unaware of how the vaccine works, it's actually RNA vaccines are absolutely fascinating because instead of injecting you with a small amount of the virus it's supposed to be fighting, mm -hmm. what they do is they inject you with this RNA and the RNA goes to your cells and tells them how to make a protein that uh, is that is makes up the sh the outer shell of the novel coronavirus. And when it does that, that protein then prompts an immune response and then your body knows what to look out for. So you're not getting, you're just getting a little bit of RNA and it's absolutely fascinating. But the best description I found of it was that 
the vaccine goes to your body and tells it to imagine a guy and then get really angry at that guy and prepare to fight that guy. And it's 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 true. That's that's what it does. Um, it goes to your so, yeah. white blood cells and says, OK, think about this asshole. And you're yeah. like, oh, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy, man. That guy's a prick. And you and the vaccine is like, yeah, yeah. Here's <laughs> he a picture a of him. And your body's just like, ooh, if I ever see that guy, I'm going to fuck him up. It's not even a specific guy. That part's great, too. It's a guy like this. Oh, I'm going to fuck yeah. that. A guy like that comes in here? Fuck him. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, and, you know, there was that. And, you know, I, could, I really shouldn't have recorded that week anyway because... We were getting ready to have our floors redone um, and stuff like that, which, yeah. And uh, plus, then last week, um, last week I started physical therapy. And when when Saturday rolled around and it was time for us to record, I was just like, oh, my God, I fucking can't. And uh, yeah. How's yeah, that going? <laughs> I, I thought the first week was bad. The problem is the first week, like part of the appointment for physical therapy, it was like the first half was gauging how much I could actually do. Right. Yeah. And talking about what I need yeah. and things like that. <clears throat> Goals and then the and second stuff. half. Right. The second half was the actual exercising the second appointment was all exercising and i did that yesterday and i'm just sitting here like holy fuck like <laughs> you're not you, yeah you had a tweet that was something to the effect of uh physical therapists or they seem all nice and like they want to help but they're actually the demon incarnate and it's like yeah they are they are fucking sadists. And <laughs> my like, mom, my mom has been a nurse for like my entire goddamn life, right? Right. And dad's done physical therapy a couple of times for various things, uh, and mom has too. And they, so, but the it's the nurse part that's that's important here, where it's like everyone's. Oh, I'm gonna go to physical therapy, and I'm like, <laughs> you're. You're, or I'm a physical therapist. You're a demon. You're just yeah. wrapped in like this. I'm doing good <laughs> shell that yeah. is true, but like you. Well, yeah, it's you know how to break like, a person, which is great. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like uh, physical therapists, and if you're a physical therapist, um. Know that I mean this with all the love in the world. It really. I feel like, I feel like physical therapists are like the dentist from, uh, <laughs> from Little Shop of Horrors. In that, if they weren't doing this, they'd be torturing animals. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I. I it's. <coughs> I don't know that it's that bad, but it's like it takes it takes a certain person to understand that we have to push you this hard in right. order in order for you to get to 
get better, feel better, or something. Like, right. the, the goal is not as demented as we're putting it out. But, like, it but does... But it is. It's... It's fu- it fucking... <laughs> there, oh, my there God. There is a... I'm just saying there's a certain type of person that I am not. <laughs> and God bless you if you are. But, like, there is a certain type of person that just goes... Uh, nope. We gotta go further. Don't do it again. I really don't want to. And if you make me do it again, when I can move, I will kill you. Okay, (laughs) sure. Yeah. Like the ability to just go to look at a person who is so mad at you that that if they could move, they would murder you, and go do it again. And they're just like, I. It it takes it takes a special type of person to (laughs) go into a profession wherein you're helping people who hate you so goddamn much. And serious, like I, I text Casey, generally speaking, I don't use my cane anymore. I am fine getting around most of the time. Uh, I just have a limit as to how much I can do. Right. But I take it with me to physical therapy because I know uh, that when it's over, I am not going to be able to get to the car by myself. And I, I got out to the car and I text Casey yesterday and, um, the, I was like, oh my God, I wish I was dead. <laughs> I followed that up with, I nearly pooped a couple of times <laughs> because, because here's the thing. So, you know, I, I'm dealing with a a situation that's like in my lower back and hips. Right. And many people who are in this situation have bowel and bladder control. I have never had that problem. Right. Thankfully. Like that was not a the biggest problem I had was if I had to go to the bathroom, then by you know, <laughs> hobbling around with my cane i was always kind of worried about getting to the bathroom in time right um stuff like that but it was never like (coughs) oh my god i pooped myself or anything like that but sitting there there was a there was an exercise he had me doing where like uh i was sitting in a chair and i had a large exercise ball Uh and I had my hands on it and I was rolling it forward and stretching out my back. And there were a couple of times where I was sitting there going, don't shit, don't shit, don't (laughs) shit, don't shit. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, Uh, on that note, (laughs) yeah, on that note, uh, we, we either need to talk about news or beast wars. So, all right. Take your pick. So anyway, in season one of Beast Wars. <laughs> All right. Starting uh, <laughs> starting from the pilot. Who is Bender? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a different guy. Uh, anyway. So news-wise, we've got a few things. Um, first of all, we've got a thing coming up in X-Men about the trial of Magneto. Um this is apparently something that's going to take place in the wake of the Hellfire Gala. And uh, so <laughs> one thing I'm really not super excited about with the Hellfire Gala is that 
there were going to be appearances at the gala by Eminem, what? Conan O'Brien, and a few other like real life people. And I'm just like, oh my god, that. Hmm. Nope. Uh, oh. that never. That never is good. That's, That's never never good. It's never not cringe, as yeah. the I am told the young people say, Oof, because dude, because that it's just bad. And like Emmett, like just the two that you mentioned, I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, not my not 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 in my comics. Uh, but yeah. like it's 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 never not sort of ugh fine and move on so and and here's here's the thing um conan o'brien conan o'brien is funny um but i also like he's someone that i i would not be surprised if he got me too'd uh because a lot of his humor consists of being real creepy with women yeah um like, you know, there were there were things like I remember watching there was a video on YouTube of him uh, unveiling a costume, a superhero costume he'd made at Comic-Con. And, you know, it had a cod piece that made it look like he had a giant dick. Right. Fine. But he comes out and there's like a woman sitting in a chair in a seat in one of the audi- in the audience. And he comes out like pl- posts his leg up on the arm of the seat and like thrusts his dick at her and i'm just and like a lot of it is like him sexually harassing women in public places when they do remotes and it's just like i realize it's a joke but a lot of that consists of that and i feel like conan o'brien in a room with a bunch of women who can read minds that's not gonna go well um (laughs) but so Here's the thing. So the there's apparently going to be a murder at the Hellfire Gala that leads to this trial of Magneto. And if you've been reading X-Men, the the three hard and fast laws on Krakoa are mutants need to make more mutants. Uh the island of Krakoa must be respected and mutants should not kill humans. And in fact, as soon as they set up the island of Krakoa, they called Sabretooth in because they'd sent him and several other people to complete some mission. And in the process, he'd killed a bunch of humans. And they're just like, you go in the hole. And then they just buried him. Um, And so my guess is... (coughs) that Magneto will have because because the whole idea of it is if a mutant kills a mutant it's fine we have backups of them and we can bring them back humans we don't have that right we can't bring a human back if you kill them and so it's one of the strict laws of the place so so yeah I guess we'll see what happens with that um I don't know whatever uh and for as far as actual comics news beyond that uh jean-paul leon died um 
I my first exposure to his work that I'm aware of was Earth X, mm-hmm. and Earth X was Earth X and Kingdom Come were two books that were very formative for me. Mm-hmm. In that, as a kid, I read X Men and Green Lantern and stuff like that. Kingdom Come and Earth X were books that introduced me to the wider universe. There were characters in those books that I was only vaguely familiar with, and those books got me to care about them, uh, at least enough to go and check out other things. So, so yeah, and I mean, if you look at his work, he was absolutely phenomenal. Um, there, was a, there was a thing I saw where Bernie Wrightson had talked about going and doing a uh, a coming in to talk to a class at the Kubert School, I think it was. And he felt like king shit walking in there like, yeah, I'm a working comic artist. <laughs> and then he gets in there and he's looking at the student's work and he sees Jean-Paul Lyon and he's like, this is a guy who had a mastery that takes people decades to achieve. And he's like, and I could not, I couldn't even hate him because he was the nicest guy. He was just such a nice guy. And he's like, if he'd come swaggering up thinking he was thinking he was hot shit, then at least I could have been like, ha fuck you. Right. But, he was this talented and he was this nice a guy. And he's like, I, that he's like, that was that experience shook me to my core. <laughs> um, You're not supposed so, yeah. to be cool too. Fuck you. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't even so. hate you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the guy, the guy was insanely talented there. It was, his work, his work is such that, you know, when you're reading Earth X, there is, it's heavily shadowed. Yeah. Um, but like, he, he is similar to Mignola, and I'm not trying to compare the two's art styles. Right. But when it comes <clears throat> to shadow, Mignola and Leon were both people who could have a lot of shadow in a panel and you could still easily follow what was going on. Right. You could recognize who each character was on site. You can tell what's happening, even if most of the panel is black. And that is incredibly impressive. Did he, and, do, uh, did he do his own inks? Uh, I'm not sure whether he did or not. Um, let me, excuse me, let me see, because... Because I'm looking at a lot of black and whites right now, and they're clearly inked, but... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was, I'm sorry, it was, uh, New York School of Visual Arts, I guess, that he was at. Uh, he also worked on Static, uh, 
back during back when Milestone was still around originally. Um, let's see. Probably the thing you'd know most recently is uh, Batman Creature of the Night with yeah, Busek. yeah. Um, it looks like he generally didn't ink his own stuff. Okay. But yeah. So I guess it was cancer. Um, and he was young too, right? Fifty-four. Yeah, he was forty-nine. Jesus um, fucking Christ. Yeah. So. <coughs> uh. Anyway, but. Uh. Anyway, so yeah, that that sucks, and um, I believe. Uh. Yeah, there's a GoFundMe page to create a trust fund uh, for his daughter's education and stuff like that. Uh, so if you are able to, go donate to that. Um, for other news, uh, we have that Phase 4 trailer. Um, if you've not seen it, it starts out with a lot of shots of what's already come uh with voiceover by stan lee um and it's a it's very moving uh in that you know it's him talking about uh he loves people uh you know and everything Uh, and also like what comics means to him right in a and I mean, say what you will about the man, because there's a lot to be said. But like, uh, I think that they did a really good job in that in that voiceover of like explaining why Marvel comics are the way they are compared yeah. to other comics, not just universes, but just um, superhero specific comics are. Marvel is this way because the man who was spearheading most of the effort for like 20 years at the beginning really wanted to see what these people were like at that yeah. had superpowers. Right. And right. I, I think that's, you know, that's one of the things that we talk about a lot when we talk about the differences in various superhero properties or whatever what have you um that's one of the things that always drew me to marvel i think a little closer um than others and uh i I just they do a good job of capsule capturing that yeah so well yeah i mean you know when you when you look at when you look at Marvel versus DC at in the beginning of the Silver Age there is a marked difference between the two in that all of the all of the problems in DC comics are external you know Superman it has to save the day while somehow convincing Lois Lane Clark Kent isn't Superman in the most circuitous ways possible um and so on and so forth. Whereas from the very beginning, you know, of the Silver Age, Marvel was much 
more ground level, much more about, like, you know, the Fantastic Four having trouble with their landlord, Spider-Man having trouble with his bills, the X-Men trying to trying to exist in a world that wants them dead. Um, and, you know, DC, DC caught up to that. Um, and so n if you were to start reading now, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot more of a crapshoot as to which is going to draw you in. It just depends on what you're looking for in a comic. Um, yeah. whereas before it was, um, you know, it, it was at the early start of the Marvel age, uh, a question of whether you wanted, uh, perfect immortal God beings or people who had superpowers. And, you know, I think even D even DC fans like this isn't me being a Marvel fanboy or anything. I'm a DC fan too. And yeah. I think anyone would admit, yeah, there is a marked difference between early appearances of like Spider-Man and these other characters compared to Hal Jordan or, you know, the silver age Superman or what have you. So, yeah. And that's fine. Like I'm not, I'm definitely not disparaging either one. It's just a different way to tell a story, whatever yeah. the story is. And, um, anyway, so the, the phase four thing does a lot of, this is how we got here for the predominant portion of its runtime. Right. Okay, cool. And then we start getting, here's what's coming, which is like Black Widow. Holy shit. I might actually go to a theater. Um, something I yeah. cannot believe. Um, and then the thing after that is Eternals. Eternals, and we don't get anything real out of Eternals except for like we. It's just a bunch of shots of like people standing around. We see Makari moving really fast at yeah. one point, and Angelina Jolie with a sword. Like yeah. it, it looks like a movie. I there's it's, not really enough to go on there. It's definitely a movie, and then we get another yeah we got a breakdown like a, a couple extra shot not extra new but extraneous shots from the shang chi trailer that we've already yeah. seen uh we get the i think we only got the title card for the new or the next spider-man and then we get title cards for a bunch of other things right so spider-man no way home you know okay uh black panther 2 wakanda forever that was cool. Oh, like just the fact that it's Black Panther Wakanda forever. And I was just like, perfect. Yeah. You're, you're nailing that. Good job. Uh, the Marvels. Uh, Which is not what I thought it was going to be, but I was like, okay. Yeah. You, you have me. Like yeah. just at a title card with just the two symbols in it. And then... Like a vague allusion to Photon as well. I'm going yeah. with Photon until proven otherwise. Um, that I'm like, all right, all right. I, yeah. I, I want to see, like, <laughs> I, I I would enjoy it if, you know, the backlash doofuses, not even doofuses, I have a cat 
that I lovingly refer to a doofus, a, as a doofus. The backlash assholes for... I was going to say, doofuses can be endearing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, for, uh, against the, you know, the original Captain Marvel, uh, I would enjoy the shit out of it if they go, okay, you clearly didn't understand the message behind the first movie. All right, double down. Three women. Two of them of color. Fuck you, ass. And yeah. just, just no no romantic leads, right? Just just kicking ass. Ah, that would be so good. Yeah. Um, and... Quantum Mania. Yeah, which... Okay. I, I don't know why I'm so hesitant for that movie, but, like... And I think it's Kang. Like, Kang's a thing. I don't know. I don't know that I'm I ready. mean... Yeah. You know... Whatever. Yeah. Um, And then the... The... Thing at the end with Fantastic Four, which, you know, uh, I, I have to, I have to state, I don't like John Krasinski. I don't like John Krasinski. You've mentioned. Yeah, I don't like him. Um, is that, is that confirmed? I thought that was still just fan. Well, a lot of the fan castings have he yeah. and Emily Blunt. Yeah as Reed and Sue and it's just like oh my god shut the fuck up um now on the plus side Emily Blunt has said no thanks that's not really my thing uh they've approached me about a couple of things but no no I'm good um so I'm really hoping that like we've got half of that down uh you know I don't even have I don't have a problem with Emily Blunt no John Krasinski, I really dislike. Um, he's a hack. Uh, and like, because if, you, if you've never seen it, some more news did an episode about John Krasinski and about how he really has no original ideas whatsoever. Right. That like everything he's quote unquote created uh, was actually something else first. You know, A Quiet Place was, there was a book that did that exact thing um, before A Quiet Place came out. And then when they, when they actually made a book or when they actually made a movie of the book, people said it was ripping off A Quiet Place, which is a very Hydrox situation. Yeah. Uh, But like. He's a he's a co-creator of Lip Sync Battle, and it's just like ugh, okay, and stuff like that, and just I I don't I dislike him so much. It's absolutely yeah. It's a it's a whole thing. Don't worry about it. Anyway, I really hope they don't cast. I him. do as well, just because I don't think he looks the part to me. Like, if I yeah. were a casting director that actually understood what we were doing here, it, it, he doesn't, 
he doesn't look the part to me, which is to say who Miles Miles Teller Teller Miles Teller didn't really look the part either. I just want like a 39-year-old dude. Yoan Griffith I thought was good. Um yeah, yeah. Uh and that's the other thing is like I need a square or almost a, like a rectangle setting like a rectangle setting up head. Yeah. I need a I need that head. And I need him to be a little taller, but not taller than Miles Teller for sure. But and you know, honestly, like Miles Teller, it's hard to tell whether my dislike of him as Reed is tainted by how shitty the movie was. Right. Uh like I feel it's it's like George Clooney in Batman. Right. I think George Clooney could have been a great Batman, but he was way down in a terrible movie. Uh that just it was like, oh my god, like I'd love to have seen him in something that actually Yeah, I would have Val Kilmer would have been a fantastic Batman. I really yeah. do believe that. And it's just Batman Forever is so bonkers. Like, yeah. you can't get a hold on that movie at all, let alone decide if he's a good Bruce Wayne or Batman, because Schumacher got a Schumacher, right? Like, yeah. and regardless of, actually, with Batman Forever, it's like, even if the script isn't sort of bad, and it kind of is bad, the direction just makes you go, all right. Well, you know, I think in the case of Batman Forever, um, Tommy Lee Jones is all over the place. And I think that's one of the major things that hurts it. Um, Tommy Lee Jones is trying to out Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. And right. Jim Carrey is also oscillating between bringing way too much or not enough right. at like the wrong times. Right. And yeah. just so strange. And Chris O'Donnell is bad. Just bad. Yeah. Um, and we spend a long time on Batman's origins which, unfortunately, the problem is, you know, Bur Burton's Batmans have their own issues. Sure. But one thing I will give Burton is he doesn't spend a ton of time on Batman's parents. The only time, we, the only reason we actually see Batman's parents die is so that we can set up the fact that Joker was the one who killed them. And then Bruce has a, uh, a personal investment in defeating the Joker above and beyond just, he's the fucking Joker. Um, but why are we spending all this time on Batman? Anyway, I the don't point remember. is... We're talking about the movies. Miles Teller could have been a good Reed Richards if he had been in a good... Fantastic Four movie. Same with Michael B. Jordan. I think Michael B. Jordan could have been a great Human Torch. Absolutely. Had that movie not sucked massive amounts of ass. 
Um, so, you know. Uh, the end of this phase four thing, we just, yeah, we get the, we get blurbs and a bunch of, like, get excited. Holy shit, we might actually get to go to the movies. Please come see our fucking movies when they come out. And I'm like, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot fanboy and was coming, you know, I was going to watch this for any goddamn little drip of shit you put in front of me. Please just feed me. And, uh. Crumbs. Give me crumbs. (laughs) I'll give you, give me anything. And I was going to do that anyway. Honestly, now that we're talking through it, I'm like, who is this for? Other than me to lick do off of, right? Like, I don't. Who? I. It's. We gotta have content. All right. I mean, that's really what. It, we don't have anything specifically ready. So we. But the the news cycle is such that we've got to have something every so often, or else. You know. Yeah, I guess that's true because. And you we're know, feeding into it because we're sitting here talking about that's, it. I mean. I absolutely am not going to absolve myself of anything, but like, yeah, I guess we, Jocelyn and I were talking about that at one point too, is like, you know, WandaVision ends, you get a week off Captain America start, or Cap and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier starts, and then you got a month empty before Loki starts, and yeah, you got to put something in there. Yep. If, you know, this, the, the frustrating thing about it is it's like the, the assumption at this point is that if people aren't talking about you, they're going to forget you. But like, I don't, I don't believe, I don't think that's true. And even, even if they didn't put out anything, there's a whole cottage industry of just, uh, people like freaking out about every minor little thing in everything else um my most you know the 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 cottage industry that annoys me the most is the people that make their own trailers for things that don't exist using property god like having to i have finally scoured that off of my youtube page youtube Mm -hmm. front page but jesus tits it took forever um years of just seeing like phase four reveal or phase five that's the new one now right is phase five revealed and i'm like no you don't know shut the hell up like we all the oh there was also love and thunder a title card for that forgot that sorry and there you know the entire thing (laughs) just got gut punched for a year and a half chill yeah we don't know what's going on now so yeah anyway uh yep what do we have any more news uh yeah one quick thing there's a rumor going around that what if we'll start in august okay cool like yeah um i i'm excited for what if uh simply because here here's the thing as it stands, I could take it or leave it. In as much as a lot of their, a lot of the premises for 
episodes seem to consist of what if a character was a different character? Mm. Mm-hmm. What if T'Challa was Star-Lord? Mm-hmm. What if Peggy Carter was Captain America? Mm-hmm. What if blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, okay. But I'm hoping that we'll get into the weirder shit. Because that's that's what I love about what if is when it's just like, here's a bonkers story and like everybody you know and love is going to die. And cool. Yeah, let's fucking do it. What if Nebula um, successfully killed Gamora? You know, in, in like, vol- what if Nebula successfully killed Gamora in volume two? And that means that Peter joins his father, joins Ego yeah. and goes full nutcase. Right. Like things like that. Yeah. Or what if uh, if we're, you know, and we stick to the MCU because that's what it is. I, uh, yeah, there's there is crazier shit to do. Well, and I, I think that this is the kind of thing that I I feel like it has to stick to the MCU to begin with. Absolutely. That makes sense. But I feel like there's wiggle room wherein I don't expect them to do like out and out. Like, what if, um, you know, Operation Galactic Storm had blah, blah, blah. Nothing like that. Right. But I feel like we can start getting some of the further afield things um, once you've introduced the concept and once, you know, once everybody's like reasonably certain of who the characters are, you can start playing with it more. But uh, the last thing is the trailer for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, Um, right. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that movie, aren't I? The original, the first one. Because I still haven't. Uh, I'll tell you, you know... <laughs> I don't know why my brain refuses to, <laughs> like, register that it exists. Because for... Th- the two years of its production when we were getting you know snippets and news things and like you know blurbs from like oh they're shooting in australia or wherever they shot i don't remember and uh i would just continue kind of like eternals but worse where i would just read that information and go they're really making that movie huh yeah okay it seems like a bad idea but all right. And then I'd put my phone down or whatever the fuck I was doing and look away, stare into the distance. That knowledge would be overwritten with yeah. third grade whatever timetables <laughs> or whatever. And I would have no. So anytime like this trailer came out, and I went, oh, yeah. This looks bad. How did they get enough money to make this? My my major my major problem is that Venom Venom as a standalone premise um is is frustrating yeah uh because invariably it just means fighting symbiotes and uh, that's compounded what? by the fact that Sony only owns the symbiotes and <laughs> like 
it's they only own the symbiotes they only own they technically own spider-man so they could do whatever the fuck they wanted with that right like technically they can do whatever they want they're in an agreement but i don't think it's binding of any case anyway whatever um but like i don't give a shit if venom fights craven like that doesn't help me at all like that's not a story i care about or he fights the vulture like what the the thing about it is so the first venom the biggest issue that i had other than all of it um other (laughs) other than that turd in the wind line uh was was the fact that the final fight is between uh the between eddie with the venom symbiote and this other guy with another symbiote that's like gunmetal gray at night and it's just a whole lot like look i you know i can follow the action in a transformers movie and that's just a whole bunch of like metal chunks <laughs> flying about. at each other yeah um but seriously like a lot of those shots are just black liquid versus gray liquid just yeah. and i'm just like who is what right now and that may be better in the second one since carnage is red but like you know it's just more of the like it's the same thing except you know this one is movie crazy um you know and it's just like okay I mean, I guess movie crazy is more interesting than just like uh, Cletus Cassidy with bipolar disorder sitting there because he's in a, in the middle of a trough, just like, whatever, kill him or don't, I don't care. But like, okay, the most interesting thing about the trailer is the fact that apparently we're getting Shriek in there. Yeah. All right. That's something. Yeah. Because, yeah. Whatever. Um, So, finally. Finally. We get to comics. We do. Uh, Incredible (laughs) Hulk number 228 has a cover by Herb Trimpey and Bob McLeod, written by Roger Stern and Peter Gillis, penciled by Sal Buscema, inked by Bob McLeod, colored by Phil Rachelson, lettered by Gaspar Saladino and Bruce Patterson, and edited by Bob Hall. Uh, this issue has Carla Sofen uh, coming to Gamma Base to join the psychiatric team treating the Hulk. Uh, it turns out she's actually there to steal a bunch of shit, and she's actually the new Moonstone. Uh, because previously we've had appearances by the male Moonstone. Uh and Carlos Ophen showed up working for Dr. Faustus in an issue of Captain America. Uh, now the two have become a single thing. Uh, she, she arrives. She's just like, hey, I'm here to work. Uh, 
she steals a bunch of shit uh, and sets the Hulk off on a rampage in order to cover the uh, the theft. So, and I do. I her as Moonstone is surprising that I like it because and I think the thing that I like is that her plan as you said is steal some shit set off the Hulk so that she can get away or at least you know hide while that happens Um, and it's going fairly well right like she's getting it done uh, until like a lot of people she's she has misjudged the Hulk and like what that means yeah to, to piss off the hulk like she and there's gets, a whole lot of that this week where people are just like we'll just poke the hulk a little bit and then we'll see what happens and then they're like oh no the hulk is crushing my face it, and it's like yeah yeah, yeah? <laughs> guys we've been doing this for at this point 15 years like you know what you're doing when you poke at the hulk too hard like yeah. um we, we have an entire base devoted to don't poke the Hulk or figure out how hard you can poke the Hulk because we're in the middle of Arizona and nobody gives a shit. Like, if, yeah. if, if we have to glass the whole place, uh, hopefully that'll stop it. But, like... Bye, Tempe. O- <laughs> yeah, it, it's only us. Um, yeah. A, uh, but, like, I, I don't know why it works for me in this issue and maybe it's the next one where she's like oh oh shit oh no uh oops this was a bit much because that should annoy me that we've been doing it so long but like oh no i'm actually looking at the page right now is she's using her psychiatric background uh to like pick apart and like find things that she knows will piss him off and she goes one step too far when she brings up Jarella and it's like basically like oh oops <laughs> it's just like don't do that um yeah. you you absolute fools uh yeah and maybe the thing that i like is that i liked Jarella a lot me the reader really really enjoyed their relationship i liked her as a character i liked that the hulk got to have some peace for a while you know it was like half an issue uh but it was something and it was the first time that it felt like both banner and the hulk were agreed on something and she loved them both right yeah um and then all that got stripped away thoughtlessly you know at the time it was just like holy shit you just did that why um so to use that me the reader i get pissed off at her too i'm like no that's the one thing you fucking bitch you don't get to do that um well and and i think that that's one thing you know reading about moonstone moonstone is powerful Mm -hmm. um Especially, like, later on, she gets a moonstone from an alternate universe version of the same guy she stole this one from. So she has two just j- powering her up. 
Yeah. And the thing about it is, the the thing is, you know, the first Moonstone was a thug. He was a he was a battering ram that you aimed at other people. What makes Carla dangerous is not her power, though she is powerful. It's the fact that she sizes people up quickly and is able to pull on the strings that will most get the reaction she wants out of them. Right. And she is incredibly good at that. Um, And yeah, she misjudges things uh, because the Hulk, you know, the Hulk is, let's face it, a force of nature. Um, and when you, when you poke that bear, uh, it, it winds up like, yeah, you get mauled and her mistake was in assuming she was smart enough to extract herself from the situation, which she only just does. Um, Uh, is this the one that ends with, yeah, so Basically, she he's chasing her, or the Hulk is chasing her through a building. Uh, everybody knows that. Every well, I mean it's true. Everybody knows that the Hulk is chasing her, Sofin through the building, but they don't know that she's Moonstone. They bur- right. burst through the side of the building. Everybody's watching, and he's got what he thought was this woman helmet woman or whatever he's calling her i don't remember and uh but when the last the last panel of the of the book is him holding her you know fragile form and it looks like he's just gone fucking off the rails right this is the only way that she's been able to save herself and right um it's good actually yeah yeah all right 